Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Get Down to Business, your favorite podcast. <sighs> okay, because I never like stop talking about books, as you know, because I, I'm like, oh, books, and then part two, part three, like it just never ends. I wanted to do something fun. I wanted to do a little book-related thing that I hope can be a little entertaining for all. <laughs> So I want to do tier ranking. I want to tier rank popular TikTok books, um, book talk books, if you will. That's what they call it, you know. But um, basically, there's this website that's like Tier Maker, and um, it has it has tiers, <laughs> and um, it gives you it has so many different categories, literally everything, books, movies. I did one on Barbie movies once. Uh, I've done them on, like, snacks. So it's... What's going on outside? I have no idea what that noise is. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so th- they just have you tier rank a bunch of things, and they name the tiers, and you can, like, drag and drop practically the the category that you picked and, like, all the different things into like the category that you want that's really the entire concept um so like for books for example i there's a tier list thing and then there's um (laughs) there's just a bunch of like books right and you just take like the book like if you were like oh like beach read or something you would like drag that book into like the tier that you think it is and the tiers are all labeled so let me like try to give you a better example here so the one i'm going to be doing i have top tier is would sell my soul to experience this for the first time again okay so that would be like favorite books right and i haven't read that many books so this could be short (laughs) popular book talk books that i haven't read half of them probably more uh, the second tier is just a bunch of exclamation points, which I'll take, I'll say is just great, like a good book, but like, you know what I mean? It's not quite perfect and like would sell my soul to experience for the first time again, but it's there. The next tier is it was enjoyable, but forgettable. And I know a lot of books will fall in this tier because there's a lot of books that I enjoy I just don't know. I couldn't tell you a detail that happens in them. The next tier down is, did I like? Eh, would I recommend? Sure. Okay. Next one down is, don't make me talk about it. I'm just going to say something that I've read that's bad. But I've really steered clear of books that I know I won't like. Like, if you, like... I'm very, I'm, I think I'm pretty specific with the books that I, I like and enjoy. And like I have, I know what I like. And so I think that, that there's not going to be books there because I'm very, I'm good at picking books that I know I'll like. I also just am influenced by whatever people say. Like if somebody's like, this book is fabulous, I'm sold and I'll think it's fabulous too, even if it's complete garbage. So, <laughs> but then, um, that's the thing. I always go on to Goodreads, um, and I, like, look up the book that I'm finding and, um, like, the book that I want to read the synopsis about and, like, what I want to know about, and I 
And I go and I read it. And then I go down. And the reviews that always come up first are awful. They're always like, one star. This is awful. Which is bad to me. I hate seeing reviews at all the time. Like, reviews should not exist. Because they... I think you should be forming your own opinion on the books. And with other people putting in their opinion, it throws me off and makes, like, me say that since that's the only thing people are saying, that's the only possible answer. Whereas, like, I just read a book that for me was, like, probably, a re- like, a really good book. I really liked it. And I think I gave it four or five stars. Like, it was really good. But the average on Goodreads was, like, three. And I, and I, and a lot of the reviews, like, the first reviews that come up when you scroll down, they were, like, one star. This was god-awful. I really liked the book. So that's why I, like, you can't judge a book by its reviews. Not by its cover, but it's by its reviews. I do judge books by their cover. I won't be reading a book if the storyline looks good, but the but the cover is ugly. <laughs> Which I know is like bad, but for years I've been judging books by their cover. I'm not going to walk around with an ugly cover book. Like a book with an ugly cover. So, anyway. <laughs> the the tier below, don't make me talk about it, is I'm, I simply am not picking up this book. I simply am not picking this book up and you can't make me i think there's gonna be multiple books that fall into this category because like i said i know what i like and i think a lot of these books are not what i like and then tbr which is to be read that's the last tier so let's start hold on i don't know how to do this okay first up i'm gonna see this is verity by colleen hoover is the first book in here that I know things about. Everyone said it was, like, dark and eerie, and I, like, don't think you can make me. Like, people are like, it's spooky, like, it's freaky, and I'm like, no way ever. So, and Colleen Hoover books scare me so much, so I'm gonna put that book, and I simply am not picking this book up, and you can't make me. Along with Ugly Love, everyone likes it, but, like, they terrify me. All the Colleen Hoover books terrify me. So that's why. Um, that's why. Most of her books will be going in there. Although November 9th, I started, but then I got kind of too freaked out, even though it wasn't like it was a mild one. But supposedly that's one of the more mild Colleen Hoover books, but like it wasn't bad actually. It didn't even get crazy. I just wasn't in the mood because it's just not November 9th. And that's that. So I'm putting that in TBR. I did read like 10% of the book. So there's that. Then we have Beach Read by um, Emily Henry. This book, oh, that one did, it was so good. I'm putting this in I Would Sell My Soul to Read for the First Time Again because uh, I don't know. I love this book. Like, I think this is a staple book everybody should be reading. And I loved it. Like, I can't, I can't, I really can't say anything besides that I thought it was really good. It was, um, what was it even? I don't know. I think about it all the time. Like, this book just comes into my mind, like, probably once a day. I have so many, like, the the writing in this book is fabulous. I love Emily Henry's writing, which I know I say in like probably every episode of the podcast ever but I it's obviously the truth so (laughs) I just love how she writes and I don't understand how some people don't enjoy 
the books that she writes because they're my favorites. Like, the books that she writes are so good. Like, those, the books that I've read from her are my favorite books, and that's why Beach Read by her is going up there. That's her first, like, contemporary book, I believe. She wrote, like, Young Adult before, and, like, kind of spooky books, you know what I mean? Like, they were, like, they all had something to do with that, and I wanted to read, I was actually about to buy one of her other books, A Million Junes, because everyone was like, it was so good, but then they were like, it was incredibly sad. It's sadder than Beatrice. I was like, no. I don't think I can handle that now or ever. Like, never am I going to be... Like, Beatrice is not Beatrice because it's so sad, but it's so good. <sighs> so, Beatrice holds a special place in my heart. Always will. I think it will always be on the top of my list. Just always. Thank you. Next we have The Spanish Love Deception. Here's my thing. This was the book I was kind of like eyeing. That and The Love Hypothesis for like a while. Hold on, I need to crack my neck. Oh no, is it going to crack? Oh, it didn't even crack. Anyway, so this is the book that I was thinking, oh, like this, this plot seems great. Like, this, like, I was like, this looks, like, everyone's talking about this, and it looks great. Like, I'm like, this is the book I was most interested in, but I couldn't find it anywhere until, like, months later. I got it, and I read it, and disappointed me a little. This is probably, that book's probably the worst book that I've read. No, that's a lie. I thought the writing was good, and I know it was, it's by Elena Armas, and I know she... That was her debut album. Album? Sorry. Debut book. It's rough. Debut album, Taylor Swift. Man. That's what I've been thinking. I've been listening to Debut by Taylor Swift just a lot. So, sorry. Debut book. And she's coming out with a new one later this year, a few months. And I want to read it. I do. Because... I, I'm excited. I think it, it ties with the book. Like, it's, like, about the main character in the Spanish Love Deception. Her best friend is the main character of that book. So, I may be wrong, but it's something like that. So, I hope there, I think they said there's some cameos. Who knows? I don't know. I do want to read it, though. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. But the Spanish Love Deception, I will say, the writing was great. It was just way too long. Like, the book was way too long. It took the girl way too long to decide to, like, go to Spain with this guy. Because, like, it just, it was, it took her way too long. Because, like, we were, like, 200 pages in, like, halfway through the book when they finally actually went to Spain for the wedding they were supposed to go to. Like, the entire plot didn't really kick into gear until, like, half and way into the book. So, but I will say... It was enjoyable but forgettable, probably. Or did I like it? Eh, or would I recommend? Sure. I'd say you. I didn't. Mm, it was enjoyable but forgettable. I'll go there. I'll give it some. I'll give it some praise because it was fun to read in the moment. Like it was entertaining and it was fun to read. It just. It's a big book. Like <laughs> I think it's four hundred something pages. Let me check. Um. It's the biggest book I've read, for sure. Spanish Love Deception. I gave it three out of five stars. 
it's 487 pages, so it's nearing 500. It's borderline 500, which is insane. So therefore, I don't know. This book, I think it was too much. I think many of these scenes in the book could have been cut out. Like, half of it was unneeded, unnecessary. But it was enjoyable nonetheless. Then we have the inheritance games. I almost bought this today as well because I sent a I had a I had a target order um today and I couldn't decide what to do because the books that I picked, I was a singular dollar away from free shipping and I was like, well, I just have to get another book now. And then I saw one video on the book called Alex Approximately. I don't know, I don't know. I saw one video on it and I was like, okay, whatever. Looks good enough. And so I bought it. <laughs> But I, like, switched up my mind. I had a million Junes in there. I was like, oh. And then I looked it up, and it was like, people were like, this is crushing. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but really, I just wanted to buy The Roughest Draft and The Summer of Broken Rules. Those two books, they've been getting a lot of recognition recently, so I'm interested. Anyway, so The Inheritance Games, I honestly do want to read. And um, it's high up on my list on TBR. So I'm going to put it in TBR because I haven't read it yet. But I do want to. So. TBR. Yeah. It's, it seems interesting. I think it's where, like, this, I don't know, this girl, like, her grandpa that she didn't knew, know she had, like, died. And uh, he was, like, really, really rich. And so, like, then she has to, but they, I don't know. I actually don't know. And then there's, like, a bunch of people fighting for the money, so they're, like, all fighting for it, and so they're playing the inheritance games, pretty much. Yeah. Then we have Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. This book I so want to read. You don't know how badly I want to read this book. I just, it's sold out everywhere i can find it at barnes and noble it's not there at target the paperback it's only in hardcover right now like the paperback doesn't come out in like to like another month so we i'm on the edge of my seat i've been wanting to read this book forever because someone was like i think i saw so i mean so many reviews of it it's a like every review you see is great like no one's like i hate this book which says something right so for me i was like that's great and also there's Taylor Swift references and like rom-com references where like every chapter starts off with a quote from a rom-com and I'm like that sounds so cute and I just I want to read this book so bad I have it on hold at the library but honestly I've been wanting the book for so long if I don't like I'm I'm still like number something on the hold list like I'm not I'm not near the top I'm probably in like the 20s or something Maybe not. Maybe I'm in the tens, but, um, because there's just, ah, there's so much, like, positive things said about it, and it just, it looks so good. That's, like, the, this is, this book is the very, very top of my TBR. Like, this is the top book I want to read, and I can't even, because it's nowhere. (sighs) But I want to read it so bad. So I'm putting it in TBR, of course, but... (laughs) Okay, now we have Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. 
There's also a bunch of other books in between, but I know nothing about them, so we're not going to comment on that. Daisy Jones and the Six is so good. Was this the first... That was the first book, I believe, that I read by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and then I went on to read other three books by her. I read Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Malibu Rising, and Maybe in Another Life. And I also have her other two books, which I'm thinking about starting her book, One True Loves, right now. Like, today. (laughs) But who knows. Uh, One True Loves, and I also have After I Do. So that means I'm only missing one book from her backlist, but... I don't know. Um, but Daisy Jones and the Six is really good. And I gave it five stars. So I would... I'm going to put it up with Beach Read. And would sell my soul to experience for the first time again. Because this was the first book I read with a with a plot twist. Remember? With air quotes around it. I've already talked about this seven times. but um, So therefore, it like it was shocking to me. So that's why it's up there. And I loved how this was told because it was all, it was told in like complete dialogue where it was like, it would go from like somebody named Billy and it would be like, oh, we finished the album around March. And then, and then Graham, another character, it has their names by it. Right. And then it has what they say. So it's like, and then it'd be like, Graham, I think we finished it around October. Like they would contradict what each other say. And like, it was so funny. So I really liked the book, and the writing was super cool. I love Taylor Jenkins Reid's writing. I've heard people say they don't like it, and they can't, like, get into her books. I'm like, I can't relate. (laughs) Not me. Then we have People We Meet on Vacation. This is another book by Emily Henry. This is the book that got me into reading. Um, I picked this up, and I... It took me so long to read it, because starting out like when you start reading you're just way slower and then you you pick up speed over time and I think that's what was going on here because after that I got way faster at reading I was like such a slow poke and now I think I'm a little better so people being vacation I am gonna put in it was enjoyable but forgettable it was enjoyable I did love it it got me into reading so it has all of the check marks. The only thing is it was forgettable because I read it over such a long period of time that I couldn't even, like, I don't think I could tell you a single scene that happens in this book. I don't know. Like, I don't know. So that's why I'm putting it, it it's in, it was enjoyable, but forgettable. But along with that book is The Spanish Love Deception. They are not on the same level at all. All Emily Henry books rise over all, like, Everything she writes will always be better than everything else written. <laughs> okay, next we have Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid, which I did a little book club with Ella. And um, this book I did give five stars. I did really like it. I thought the entire family dynamic thing was super cool. Um, and I thought that... I know all of Taylor Jenkins Reid have sort of a plot twist, like her books, sorry, I just said Taylor Jenkins Reid. I love Taylor Jenkins Reid's books have sort of a plot twist. And I really liked this one. And like the plot twist that it had. Oh my god. What is that sound outside? I have no idea. 
Malibu Rising, it's such a good book if you want to read it, like, in the summertime. It's it's really, it's summery. It's t- it takes place in Malibu, and uh, it's about a group of siblings, pretty much, and they always throw a party at the end of the summer, and um, it always gets completely out of hand, and, well, maybe not, but, like, I think what it says on the back is, like, um, their last name is Riva, so it's like, the Rivas always throw this party at the oldest one's house, and by the end of the night, everything's gone crazy, and Malibu's on fire, is basically what it says, so, like, the first page is, like, I think the first line ever is literally, Malibu catches fire, and so it's super cool, that may seem unimportant, then but it makes it all ties together in the end which i love that so it was just perfect and it it all takes place in the span of a single day and it like flashes you back it takes place in like the 1980s i think and um i don't know it just it takes place over the whole day of like leading up to the party and then the party it's like over 24 hours which so cool and uh so Taylor Jenkins Reid is coming out with a book soon I think um called Carrie Soto's Back which Carrie Soto was a character in this book and I don't even need to read the back of that book to know that I want to read it I'm so excited to read Carrie Soto's Back so I will be reading that when it comes out because I'm very excited about it but Valerie Rising I think with all that I just talked about it it deserves to be with Sell My Soul to Experience for the first time again I really liked the book and I gave it five stars but I don't know I don't know if it really should be up there so I actually I'll move it back to just the exclamation points then we have Funny You Should Ask this is like recently building um I don't know. It's being talked about a lot on Book Talk right now. And I I have it. I did buy it. But I haven't read it yet. I was I'm 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 close to. The cover is super cute. It's like it's all red and pink and the color combination is so cute. I have no idea what the book is actually about. Sorry. Popping my knuckles. Anyway, I don't know what the book's really about. I just the cover's adorable. And people have been loving it. And that's all I need to know. So it's in it's on my TBR for sure. Um let's move along. <laughs> okay, next we have Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. I don't know. I read this book and I did give it five stars, but like you know how you like I give a lot of books five stars. It's not good, but like honestly this would probably be a four and a half but I read this one so fast like I couldn't stop myself from reading it I had to I was trying to pace myself but the most I could pace myself was like down and like I read this book in like three days and I was trying to like I was trying to stop myself and be like no no no, calm down but that's like all I wanted to do and all you want to do is read a book it has to be a high rating right so that's why this book is that this book is like some the summer i turn pretty meets love in other words which i like both of those books a lot i mean the summer i turn pretty the series the trilogy five stars obviously love in other words like four stars 
I know everyone really, really liked it, but four stars for me. It was entertaining. I love when the books go from, like, past to present timeline. That's what I did in this book, and I really liked it. Keeps me entertained a lot. So, I, I, it was fun. I don't know. I'm going to put it in exclamation points with um, Malibu Rising. It was summery as well. Ooh. Now we have book lovers. <laughs> um, how long have I been talking? Okay, I can still go for a little bit. Okay, book lovers. This is probably my favorite book ever. I think Beach Read and Book Lovers are tied at number one. It's by Book Lovers is by Emily Henry. And as we've established, I love her. So Book Lovers is going to go in the top tier. This came out like a couple months ago. And I read it in two days. Well, essentially a day. I read like 30 pages the night before. And then the next day I spent the entire day binge reading it. So either way, you know it was good. I read it so fast. It hooked me from the very beginning. Only Emily Henry's books can really do that. Honestly, maybe Daisy Jones of the Six should be like a four and a half as well. Because like I said in like a few last podcast or a few podcasts ago who knows um a book needs to have me hooked from the beginning to truly be a five stars daisy jones didn't have that i read 40 pages of this probably and then dnf'd it meaning i did not finish it but then haha i picked it back up again and i loved it so yeah yeah but we're not we're not gonna move it it's okay Next, we have Love and Other Words by Christina Warren, which I did just talk about. So, (laughs) I read this fast. I read this uh, while I was reading Malibu Rising. I was probably halfway through this when me and Ella went to the library and picked up Malibu Rising. I just, um, I had to finish Love and Other Words so fast so I could, because I can't read two things at once, especially if the characters, like, if there's the same name. Characters, that would, like, throw me all the way off. I can only read a book, like, one one book at a time. So, therefore, I had to kind of speed through this one, which I did finish, like, the other half, an entire night. And it was really good. Like, the reason, you know how, like, there's so many books where um, the characters look like a falling out and they don't speak for years And it never, like, occurs to anybody, like, that happens in, like, People Being on Vacation, Every Summer After, and Love and Other Words. And Love and Other Words, I think, is the only book that they can really justify them not speaking for, like, 11 years. Like, I understand why they didn't speak for 11 years um, in the book, but honestly, I, I still think it's a little bit absurd. But, like, this, it's justifiable. More than, like, when pe- and people meet on vacation, they only haven't spoken for, like, two years, and they still text each other. It's just, like, I don't think, I think they, that's a, that was a dumb reason for them not to be speaking and people meet on vacation. Every summer after, kind of the same way. But I kind of forgot what happened. Oh, no, what was that? Anyway, I'm going to put... I'm going to put it in, it was enjoyable, but forgettable. Because I don't think it's quite there of Malibu Rising every summer after. It's not up there, but honestly, it doesn't really deserve to be the Spanish Love Deception. 
Oh, but then we have the Unhoneymooners. The Unhoneymooners is also by Christina Warren, which is the exact same author of Love and Other Words. And it, they're co-authors. It's Christina and Lauren, which is so cool. I didn't figure that out for a while. But I love Christina Lauren books because they're incredibly fast-paced. This book is like these people get, um, they're at a wedding and everybody gets food poisoning except for two people. And then they have to go on the all like expense paid honeymoon and like pretend to be their their sister and brother who just got married um that was an awful way to explain it sorry but um yeah this book like that all happened in like the second chapter so that was good i liked how fast-paced it is so probably it was enjoyable but forgettable Okay, so It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover is like the most popular TikTok book of all time. And I honestly just am not interested in it. Because so all the Colleen Hoover books, like every Colleen Hoover book does not really pique my interest. So therefore, I'm going to say I'm simply not picking this book up and you can't make me because I'm terrified to read it. Along with The Wall of Winnipeg and Me by Mariana Zapata, this is like 700 pages, and I know that's how her books are, like that's her writing, like they're incredibly slow, and I just don't think I could handle that, so I'm going to put that in, I'm simply not picking this book up, and you can't make me, but the love hypothesis, oh, I'm going to put that in, I like this, I thought that it had a good storyline, I don't know, I'm going to put in it was enjoyable but forgettable because honestly I don't know anything that happened in this book. Uh, The Hating Game! I thought The Hating Game was great. I know you either love it or you hate it. I haven't seen the movie. I know the movie is with Lucy Hale. And honestly it just doesn't look that good. Like the book, it just seems way too like angsty in the show. And that's not what I'm going for really. I just don't think that'd be like appealing to watch. So... The Hating Game, but I did like The Hating Game. But I didn't like that it didn't have an epilogue. I love when books have epilogues. But The Hating Game, it was... It was enjoyable, but forgettable. No, I'm going to move that up to exclamation points along with the love hypothesis because I feel bad. And then, last one, don't you worry, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I'm going to put this in exclamation points as well, because it's five stars for me, but I don't think it's, like, betrayed book lovers, Daisy Jones and the Six. It's not on that level. This one had a real plot twist, which, honestly, I wasn't that shocked of. Which, <laughs> it was shocking, but I wasn't too shocked about it. Um, I did really like the book. The ending was kind of wild. But I loved it. I did think it was really good. I know it's a really, really popular book, once again. But I really, I did like it a lot. Sorry, taking my hair out of my scrunchie. Um, I don't know. This is obviously about Evelyn Hugo and her seven husbands. Which I thought that was super cool, how she kind of divided it into... husbands like time periods in her life by her husbands which I, I this is just 
the book was super good. And um, it, I can't really explain to you anything more. It was just super good. So that's that. Anyway, that's all. That's all. I'm going to stop. Uh, thank you so much for listening to me blabble about books forever and ever. As per usual, um, I know you're sick and tired of me talking about books, but I never get tired of books. So that's that. Anyway, thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye! Oh my god. I'll never stop talking about books. You can count on that. That's for sure.